Welcome into Anime Plus episode 70. Hopefully you're having a phenomenal day, whatever day you're listening or perhaps watching this podcast over our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash spark3. Give us a like on this video, subscribe to the channel, be a friend, tell a friend, comment down below. Appreciate all that stuff. Uh, join with me as always. I got uh, Zach here in studio. Zach, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing good. Can't wait. I got my tried and true back this week yeah the it's back the, the meme the meme quest yes the meme quest the quest of the tropes uh however we want to refer to it for that week it is back in action for you uh we also got another show in the lineup that you checked out skeleton knight of another world uh skeleton knight in another world yes yeah yeah it's a trip i i'm enjoying it so far three episodes in okay you're also caught up on uh tomodachi game yep yeah, so we got that chat about of course spy family shield hero it's gonna be a good time um you know all of our chapters which i'll go ahead and out myself i'll do it i'll i, I was gonna originally let it go but i'll out myself last week when i went through all the ratings <laughs> i realized after the show that everything i rated was for the previous week and i did not read a single chapter <laughs> that we rated last week i'm caught up now though i swear Except for God of High School. I think it's the only... That and Ranger Reject. Not all the things that's not normally... Those are the only things I'm not caught up on. But I am caught up this time. Got a lot of stuff to talk about here today. Uh, if you could, go check us out at our website, sparky3.com. We appreciate that. You can sign up for free or sign up for five bucks a month and support us a little bit further. We definitely appreciate that. Go check out the merch store, sparky3shop.com. We have a promo code, promo code APRIL, running for 30% off for the remainder of this month to celebrate our nice little rebrand here. Plus... The A Terrible Football Show NFL Draft Livestream Watch Along Extravaganza is going down next Thursday. You have a chance to do this. I do. Yeah. We're going to get it done. I, I will say I've never streamed to YouTube before. Yeah. I'm a little nervous about it because it's like very, in my, it's to me, it's very different setup. Like Twitch is straight to the fucking point. Yes. <laughs> YouTube, not so much. When I say he has a chance, because for anyone who doesn't know, We've tried to do live streams before, and something always happens before the day listen, of. Something always happens. Live streams have not been our crutch lately. Okay. We got it this time. This one's going to go out, and it's going to be incredible. It's going to be like a four-hour, four-and-a-half-hour show. We're going to make some phone calls. going to call some people in. It's going to be great. The TV is actually going to get used. The TV will get used. We have a TV over in that corner that's never been used. It will be used. It'll be a great time. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Both the boys will be here, too. Oh, nice. Well, Tyler's not 100%, but he's an 89... Hang on. Hang on. Let me just let me just pull it up. Give me a sec. <laughs> Tyler just sends me the most oddest numbers. All right. He is 89.1684% to be in studio for the draft. Fire emoji, fire emoji. But he says might be at 8, though. I emoji. And that is Tyler's message to me just earlier. <laughs> All right. So he should be here. Shane, I know, will be here. Like I said, we'll make some calls in, too. It'll be a great time. You can also join the Discord. We'd appreciate that for sure. As well as go following us over at Twitter at Animan Podcast and check out the other shows such as Game Static, Terrible Football Show, and talk about movies and stuff. Uh, with that said, uh, eh, the music's got 10 seconds left. That's all right. Um, so, Zach, Hi. Anything, uh, anything you want to dive into before we dive into our normal stuff? I mean, there's always the thing of One Piece as a card game. One Piece is of a card game, which I feel like, you know, we're at this stage now of One Piece's life, and we're just now like getting like this big budget market card game, right? It's like I don't know, kind of interesting. It is sort of odd. I could have swore at one point it had. I, I thought a it game did too. at some point, but I don't. I can't. I don't know, and maybe, I haven't actually looked it up. Maybe they just. Well, it's kind of like what you said. I don't know if you said this on on record or just like when we were talking personally. If it's in Japan, it's got a card game. Yeah, more uh, than likely. Yeah, so like with One Piece, like. 
it probably did, but it maybe didn't have like a big push like they're doing for like this, this one. one is. Yeah, because they're doing a pretty massive push for this. When we talked Those card arts are great. And on, when we talked about it the other day, we were off about the decks. So it was uh, Straw Hats, uh, Warlords, Animal Kingdom. Oh, that's is the one was. we got. Is the one we forgot. And then um, now the other one we could remember last week, but I can't remember now. Uh, it's Straw Hats, Worst Generation. Yeah, Worst War- Generation was the Warlords other Warlords and the Animal, Animal Kingdom. Kingdom. Okay, okay. So no Marines. Marines got shafted. Rip Marines. Okay, okay. Uh, and then, of course, we did get some pretty big news at a Shonen Jump. Yes. Black Clover on a pretty beefy hiatus. Three-month hiatus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and when it comes back, it's going to be entering its final arc, which no surprise to us at all, you know, with how this has been. I mean, I'm still surprised we're getting one more arc after everything that has just happened. That's fair. <laughs> you know, that I had a little surprise to that, too, where it's like, it's not just going to end, like, now. But okay. I mean, whatever, I guess. Um, Black Clover fans be wild, though. Black Clover fans, man, they they be wild. They really are. Like, uh, the way I described them to Josh earlier is that they are just a very wild and cringy bunch. You Isn't know, that the My Hero audience, too? I would say Black Clover is a lot worse because they're kind of like the middle the middle child almost. Okay. You know, my heroes like praised all the time when Black Clover gets shit on. So Black Clover diehards like they have like that middle child syndrome because of that. Gotcha. At least that's how I view it. But okay. I don't know, man. They, they are they be wild when it comes to this news of the final arc because like so many people like bitching about it and shit. And, like, saying, like, oh, there's so much more that we we can do. You know, you can go over to, like, Yami's homeland and stuff, which, you don't get me wrong, I agree with you. There is a lot more possibilities. But it's just, like, you know, and if there's Black Clover fans listening and you feel this way, I'm directly calling you out, and I do not feel bad about it. But, like, do you not have self-awareness about where the fuck your series has been for the last year? Like, we've pointed this out before. Yeah, we have. Where it's just like, it's not only been super fast-paced, but it's been noticeably shorter every single week. Yep. Like, there for a while, we were getting, like, bangers, like, you know, like, 20 to 25-page chapters. And then it just, like, hard cut, where it's, like, pretty much, at most, 15 pages every week. And we even had a nine-page recently. Like, there was, like, yep. like, two or three weeks ago, there was a nine-page chapter. So, like, I understand that you love this series and you want it to continue, but, like... It's very fucking clear that Yuki Tabata is not in the state physically to really do this series and this grind. Like I think that's very clear at this point. That like health wise, he can't. Yeah. He cannot do this. So that's why I'm just saying Black Clover fans be wild because it's like they're just like, oh, you know, Black Clover is goaded. I'm just like, well, it's not goaded. Let's go ahead and pump the brakes on that one right now. Uh, and then just like, just have a little self awareness about what's happened to your series for the past year. Like it very clearly has been like. In my opinion, like, you know, running on fumes, it feels like. You know what I mean? Because of how fast-paced and short it's been. So, have a little self-awareness, Black Clover fans. Like, what are you doing? You know, it's okay that this series is going to end. It's probably better for the the team (laughs) at this point, at least in my opinion. But I will say, that plot twist in this upcoming chapter, it's kind of wild. Oh yeah, the one you sent me. Yeah, it's kind of a wild, uh, wild plot twist. People were talking about that one quite a bit, calling it one of the best plot twists in modern shonen history. Uh, maybe I might, I might could actually jump on that I train. Can see that? Yeah, uh, depending on how it lays out. Yeah, it is depending on how it lays out. Because I will say, like, I saw a lot of people commenting that with this plot twist, it's like they were kind of like sus of this particular topic for a while. But I'm just like me personally, I didn't really see any sus flags personally. I really didn't. Um, so, yeah, I feel like this is a pretty good plot twist. You know, we'll see how it plays out, though. Um, 
Let's see if there's anything else to chat about. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I mean, it is slightly anime. Digimon Survive got an actual announcement on release date. Fuck you, John. It's happening. <laughs> worldwide, too. That's what I was a little afraid yeah, of. it was worldwide. Yeah, because the initial announcement, the leaks that we saw from the magazine, it was like July 29th, 28th, whatever, but it was only yeah. set for Japan. Uh, but it is worldwide, and it is coming to PC and Xbox, yeah, which and that's kind of interesting. And if I remember correctly, it was slated for 27th or 28th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So 27th for over in Asia and stuff, and with Europe and America hitting 28th. Yeah. Uh, that one Netflix movie that I've got some interest in, Bubble, is coming out here in like a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I talked about that on Animan Plus News a while ago. It's like a weird series. A very loaded cast, by the way. Loaded cast, loaded production studio, director, character designer. I mean, we got some. We got, we got an all-star lineup here making this series, but I think it's set to launch on the 27th. It's like some futuristic, like, parkour related world with bubbles everywhere and i don't know it seems really cool (laughs) yeah i mean one thing that i um i mean yeah it'll be interesting to see yeah i'm not sure i haven't actually seen any of the trailers so i'll be curious watch the trailer first off you need to watch it you really do it's actually pretty solid like la i mean also watching the trailer you can tell immediately uh uh god i can uh hiroyuki uh sawano is that how you pronounce his name Composer for like Seven Deadly Sins and stuff. I would not know. I've never looked into that. Okay. Well, he's also like the composer for a lot of the 86 tracks. Okay. Uh, he's he's one of the most notable composers out there. Like gotcha. he's, he's in a lot of, cause he's, he's mostly notable for his uh, very interesting naming of his tracks. I, I can't give you an example because of how fucking wild and off the wall they are, but it's not like a, it's not like a simple like name of a song, right? It's like a, bunch of rant almost like a bunch of random characters and random numberings and stuff like he has a very odd way of okay so it's like an artist i was called in love with a ghost whose titles for their songs are like a whole paragraph <laughs> yes yes that that's that's what swana does but like yeah he does he's doing the track for uh bubble and like you watch the trailer and you can immediately get like the couple of little touches that he'll put in like seven deadly sins and stuff like mm-hmm. it's very very apparent uh, dope trailer though legit pretty dope i'm actually pumped to watch this movie here in like a week i'm probably gonna talk about it next episode of this episode after i am i'm gonna check that one out pretty quickly i've been excited for that one for a while uh all right let's go ahead and jump into some anime chats i do want to mention one other thing though that i saw on twitter the other day a series that i watched a long time called xholic is getting, uh, i saw you retweet that yeah. yes it, by clamp is coming out again and for anyone who doesn't know this series it wouldn't be surprising because last time it was serialized was seven years ago this isn't like a redo of the series. This is an actual continuation of a series from seven years ago. Speaking of that, did you see the other news about a continuation? Uh, I think I missed that one. Fucking Shaman King. Like the series? It's getting a sequel. Like all of our characters are adults. There's an official art of it where they're all adults. Dang, that, anim- that new anime really... Pranked it back up there. Damn. Okay. <laughs> that new anime now, now looking at it in hindsight had a purpose. The purpose was to set up the sequel. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, they're all adults now and everything. I, I just see this and I continue to just beat my drum. Hitman reborn. Come back, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Hitman reborn. Come back. Uh, Sailor moon will get re-released again. Fuck off. Hitman reborn <laughs> deserves a comeback and it deserves a proper, version of the anime it really does it's a great series everyone should go read it and i'm using the word read it 
because the anime, while it's good, you got to really like the series to like the anime, in my opinion. I mean, I watched the series first. I mean, I did too, and I immediately fell in love with it, right? You know, but the thing is, like, if you're not, like, in, like, I feel like people are more likely to fall in love with the manga than the anime because of how the anime handles certain things. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it censors some stuff first off, but then also just how it, like, draws out so much other stuff. <sighs> it makes it tough. Because that future arc, I still say, is just a terrible, terrible adaption of the it's future. It's rough. It is so bad. <laughs> All right, well... Anime chat time. Uh, we'll start off with Shield Hero, episode three. I mean, it was good. I'm going to be honest. I was tired when I first watched it, so I fell asleep. Had oh. to go back and watch it. Um, I mean, it was enjoyable. It was nice seeing the, of course, the flip for now Fume compared to all the other seasons of as soon as he lifts up the flag, everyone's cheering for him. I was going to push out that out. Is Vers- that- versus the first and second season where everyone's just like, kill him! Yeah, no, that was like it was that was pretty early on in the episode, and that was like one of my favorite parts because it's just like such a drastic change from what we're used to in the first season mm-hmm. to where it's like, damn, he's actually respected, man. Look how far you've come, you know. Shout out to you, dude. You know, because I mean, like that—that's that's one thing that makes uh, the first season of Shield Hero like so entertaining to watch is like seeing him this guy who's legitimately done nothing wrong and just completely get fucked over so it makes the season so great to watch towards the end where he's getting like you know his revenge essentially where it's just like oh yeah fuck you guys told you that i didn't do anything wrong it's it makes it so great so like seeing it in this episode kind of like almost like a full circle sort of thing where it's like people actually are like cheering for him it's just like oh yeah dude shield heroes here we got this and i'm just like my man it's like let's go you do know one thing that we sort of glossed over last week when talking about shield hero is the fact that his third party member the mage girl who joined him who's in the suit yeah who's in the suit who was part of the bow heroes yeah she got a slave seal put on her, willingly. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we did gloss over that, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, because Raftalia was just like, you want to be stronger? Takes her to the slave guy. Yeah, it's like, like be, become a slave. slave. I'm like, oh, stronger. man, here we go. And everyone's the slave guy goes going, uh, hi. It's like, oh, here we go again with the slave business, you know. Oh, geez. No, we did gloss over that. I actually completely forgot about that, but you are correct. Uh, no, this episode though, like it has like, it has like that, you know, that obvious thing with anime where it's like, it feels like maybe the, the heroes come out on top, but obviously they didn't, you know, yeah. they didn't, especially since it's episode three out of a 12 episode season, but they think they kill the turtle and then the familiar is still there and familiar just kind of like does something. So like, wait, why are you still here? Yeah. The, You're not supposed to be here anymore. That was a great moment. <laughs> They're all looking off into the sunset. It's like, ah, we did won. it. And she just starts crying and just Fila goes, I forget her name. She says her name and it's like, why is she crying? I think it's Oz, isn't it? It's spelt like O-S-T. I don't remember because I, so I couldn't confirm or deny that. I think, I think it's literally just like Oast because it's just, I think it's just O-S-T. I think it's how you spell it. But yeah, she just asked why she cried and she heals her up and everyone's like, what? (laughs) It's like, why the fuck are you here? She's like, why are you here? Oh, I guess you didn't kill it yet. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, good luck. <laughs> oh, no. And they're standing literally right there next to the decapitated head of the turtle and just like, that's not dead. It's like, really? <laughs> decapitated head right now. And it's you're telling me it's not dead. <laughs> it's great. This is bullshit. 
<laughs> nah, I mean, it was, it was a good episode. You know, with it still being early on in the season, uh, there's not like there's a lot to like kind of like take in and really dive into and chat about yeah. whatever because it's still just like kind of building things up to shit to come. But I mean, it was a good episode though. Other than the fact that this was a whole a whole big battle thing and it was it was done as if it was a final battle. Yeah, dude, that's considering true. Considering that it's a third episode. And just the absolute devastation it took just for them to take down this body. They lost one entire group. Mm-hmm. We lost the Spirit Turtle Kingdom's commander after their lord's already been killed off. Right. Everyone that was using the siege weapons from that one kingdom, half of them were dead by the end of this already. Mm-hmm. And then tons of knights and stuff were killed trying by when the tortoise started shooting the pink spears of death at everyone. Yep. So, like, the kingdoms suffered a lot of damage for this battle where... It wasn't even their final battle. There's still more crap they have to deal with. True, true. And that that that's really how the vibe went is because you're 100 percent right, even though it's episode three, like it was really kind of like uh built as that final battle. But here we are. Definitely not the final battle. Still got a long ways to go. But no, it was a good episode though. Good episode. Um, you know, enjoyed the first three so far. Look forward to more. Uh what about Spy Family? How'd you feel about this one? I it's been so long. Since like I've read like the early chapters, yeah, the early chapters. So like watching this episode, like I almost forgot like just like how depressing this was. Where it's like, man, yours is like she's so sweet, but she's sitting here being bullied by these fucking bitches. Yeah. Meanwhile, yours is like I don't think anyone noticed if they they all died. Yeah. (laughs) But no, I forgot that she was sitting here just like being bullied by everyone. I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, just because (laughs) where we are in the actual manga, I mean, they've more or less become non-existent. Yeah. Like. And we almost never see your at her civil servant job. Um, but, I mean, it was a real nice refresher in seeing and just seeing yours interaction before joining Lloyd and Anya and everything and just seeing their initial interactions and you just going, seeing everything happening and just Lloyd's dedication to have this woman pretend to be Anya's mother and just being, shit, I got a job. Frankie, we got to do this quick. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's even that moment. He's like, all right, there is, you know, when he's sitting there at the door. He's sitting there shooting. Like, all right, uh, let's see, four, five, six, seven. There is eighty-three of them. <laughs> it's like I cannot spend more than ten seconds on these guys on each I can't one. Pin, spend more than two seconds on each. It was, it I, was I, great just watching it as Frankie's doing, it and you just see in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just, just like out. hopping around in the background, just kicking people and this and that. I, I, I do want to stress. I really loved how fast that was counted. Where he was like four, five, six, seven. All right, there was eighty-three. <laughs> oh man! And then when he finally gets to the party, Bart is like, "I am Lloyd Forger. I am, I am yours husband." Okay. It's like I only needed a boyfriend. He's like, "Oh fuck!" I mixed up the name. He's in there bleeding. It's like, "Uh, sir, you're bleeding." Oh man, my bad. <laughs> one of my, my one of my patients got disgruntled. Yeah, it's like, oh, my whoops. <laughs> no, I did see something that I thought was pretty interesting. You know, two episodes in uh, for Spy Family, and it's already like, bro, it's like number three or four on my anime list, like most rated series of all time. Because like right now, number one, and it has been for years, is Full Malcolm's Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what number two was, but yeah, Spy Family in two episodes in is already at number three. I mean, I'm not really surprised because honestly, whenever this series, uh, the first episode came out, I started seeing Twitter posts of people going, what is this? Yeah, yeah. Just because Spy Wit. Family is a bi-weekly series, so a lot of people have missed it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people seeing the anime and just how well it's done and just not having a really clue because most of the people are seeing, showing wholesome pictures of Lloyd and Anya or now Lloyd and uh, Yor. And they have no clue about the context of what this series actually is. Yep. And the fact that it's 
it's an action series, but it's a very comical action series. Right. And just, I'm looking so forward to next episode with the whole interview thing, because I'm assuming it's going to be two episodes because of all the shenanigans that happens before the actual interview. True. And then just the uh, <laughs> interaction of how innocent your action is and just daily activities when every Lloyd officer to take her home and just the the mobsters come and hit him's vehicle and she's like oh what's happening oh it's just more of my it's just another one of my patients and she's like oh I didn't realize that your occupation was so dangerous these days yeah and Lloyd's just like thought and he's like I can't tell if she's really bright or dumb <laughs> with that as well like one of like little tidbits that I'm excited for for the future it's just like it's just really funny to me and it goes into like Lloyd's you know, being oblivious as well. Like I'm looking forward, like when he uh, tries to take her out for dinner and she like refused to sit down because she got shot on the ass and her ass is like yeah. in immense pain and she can't sit down. And Lloyd said everything is like, God, does she hate me? And, Lloyd, and she's and Lloyd, yours just thinking the only thing she's thinking, God, my ass hurts so bad. I can't sit down. I mean, and that's always so, sort of every with the second episode when they're running away and they're being attacked in the alleys and he just clocks somebody. She's just like, should you really be doing to the patient? He's like, this is the new con concussive treatment. <laughs> yeah. It's perfectly fine. She's like, oh. And then she kicks up. She's like, I'm so sorry for treating without without me. She's like, you did great. <laughs> I love you so much, bro. Like two episodes in and I'm already like head over heels with how they've done this anime. Like it's fantastic doing the manga justice. <clears throat> it's fantastic. And I'm really excited that it's getting its second part, yes. uh, the second cure or whatever. Like this is like the first 12 episodes now and 12 episodes later, hopefully like this just, I, well, mm, I say hopefully this fall, but that'd just be another one to the fucking lineup. Cause we already have a beefy fall lined up. So I don't know if I want that added to the fall. <laughs> get us, get us like next spring. <laughs> Let's do that. I mean, if it does fall and fall, it'll be definitely one of the actual higher contenders. So it we're will gonna, be, we're going to end up cutting yeah, something off. So, something's going to have to potentially get cut. I just don't know what, cause there's a lot of good shit coming out in fall. There is. Before we move on, I do want to shout out something that I came across on Twitter the other day. And when I came across it, I saw the, the account and the account name. And I'm just like, huh, that's really sus. Let's go look at the comments. So the Twitter account is, uh, tell waifus. Okay. And their actual name is I put waifus on vintage TV. So what they did, they put Anna as their picture on vintage TV saying that Anna is a waifu. <laughs> so naturally I'm just like, well, that's sus. Let's go look at the comments. And literally the first comment, made me lose my mind like it's like 12 it's like not 12 it's like 10 30 11 at night i'm laying in bed just vibing it's completely quiet and i literally bust out laughing i don't know why this caught me off guard so bad but you know the first comment said defending this saying people have forgotten that waifu doesn't always mean sexual intent i see and i want to say for the person that responded the comment that made me lose my mind i understand that this it's like waifu is not the actual translate like the actual japanese translation yeah. i know that it's just a slang term but this fucking comment made me lose my mind for some reason the person responded my brother in christ it's the translation for wife and i just <laughs> lost my fucking mind i don't know why but that fucking the my brother in christ is what killed me <laughs> And then um, another one where it's just like someone's just like, don't. 
<laughs> don't call her a waifu. And then someone responded, she's the waifu. And someone put up a picture of Chris. And Ransom was like, why, why don't you sit down and take a seat? <laughs> why don't you take a seat over there? It's like, uh, so what were you doing here tonight? <laughs> what was your plans? Just hanging out? Hanging out with whom? <laughs> Just going to make it your wife? All platonical and stuff? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, I actually I saw that image of the Anya going like continuation through the TVs. And I honestly thought, no, I didn't read the comments. Like I just saw the Anya through the TVs like, Oh, neat effect and carried on. Yep. I did not realize what that post was. Yep. Man, <laughs> my brother in Christ. <laughs> That's the translation for life. Oh my God. Whoa. Then Chris Hansen as well. Why don't you take a seat over there? Uh, fucking killed me, bro. All right, why don't we talk about your uh, new series, uh, Skeleton Knight, Another World. We're going to be mostly chatting about episode three, but why don't you give a little bit of a brief synopsis of the series itself since we haven't chatted about it yet. So this this series is a trip, man. So more or less synopsis is guy, I am, I'm assuming he died. It doesn't actually address what happened to him. He just wakes up into his avatar of his character from a game he used to play, and he's a skeleton. Well, he's a paladin. He's a holy knight. His class is, it's a high, it's advanced level class where you had to do a bunch of other classes to do it. And he, and everything, and he's a skeleton, and he's in this high tier gear and whatnot. He just wakes up in the land and just goes, oh, what's this? Interesting. Okay. Something happened. And he just starts going around and doing stuff. And like, the very first scene of the first episode is just like, viewer discretion advised, there is themes that may, people find depicting that may trigger people pretty much and it really immediately starts with a rape scene like, jesus christ <laughs> it was almost goblin slayer level of what the fuck guys and more or less he just comes in kills everyone then it goes back and it's like he wakes up realizes he's super powerful and he just wants to live a simple life as this overpowered knight and things ensue so like in this third episode it starts with a Elf warrior lady who he happened to see in a uh, back alley. She's in the woods now. She's stalking this cave that he's walking out of with big bags of riches. And she's like, she I forget exactly what she said, but more or less she's going to attack him because she thinks he's doing something. <clears throat> Episode actually starts. And I want to stress the opening is great because you know the one punch opening? Yeah. Think that. Oh. It's completely set up like he's a superhero. It's just big dramatic. Oh, and him just doing crap and just very over dramatic stuff. That's amazing. Because like the first scene is like in the lyrics and like a little girl's running from a ogre or something, and she falls down in the ogre's mouth. He just appears. <laughs> Slash. <laughs> um. But then it goes back to what's actually happened in the cave, and it's just a bunch of bandits running. Just what is he? What's going on? And just here. <laughs> as he walks into the cave and, then, and they're all what just a psychopath they're all just cowering like oh he's just like ah oh, to do the daily to deal with the brigands he knocks them all out he has his nice uh fluffy animal he got in the previous episode he's just like hmm what's in here big drape some drapes ah treasure <laughs> he sees some cages he's just like there's no one in it. I don't need to deal with that. Treasure! <laughs> he grabs He grabs the treasure. At least his priorities are straight. He grabs the treasure, begins walking out. 
the elf lady attacks him. He's just like, why do you seem familiar? Oh, you're the elf that I met. And he's trying to talk to her and everything. And she doesn't believe him because he just came out of a bandit cave. Right. She finally sees his pet named Ponta. And she's just like, those things are very cautious. Even the elves can't tame them. You can't be a bandit. Lowers her weapon. They talk. He's just like, so what are you doing here? They're, uh, they're training elves. He's like, oh, well, they're not here. people. <laughs> She's just like, damn. They're kind of probably taking them to the market. Elves fetch a high price. You, he's like, why would they sell elves? They go for a high price in the market. I would not know this. <laughs> and his character's great because he's his overpowered character, but he has not taken the time to learn about the world at all. <laughs> so he's literally just going and doing whatever he's just to get his day-to-day necessities. As a skeleton man, which I want to stress the one weird thing about this is he's a skeleton guy, but it always shows him smoking cigars and drinking beer. Like it's actually going somewhere. I'm just thinking you're a skeleton that should literally just be going through your bones, (laughs) but it's only ever shown his head. It hasn't actually shown his body underneath. So as far as I'm aware, he's skeleton head and his body's still human. (laughs) (laughs) As far as I'm aware, and he's just, she goes off. He's just like, I can help. Oh, well, damn. He then decides, he's like, Ponza, we're going to go elf hunting. We're going to go help. Gets to a forest where the elves are, and he's just walking around. Ponza's ears pick up, and he just hears screams. Like, ah, villainy is afoot. <laughs> he doesn't actually say that, but that's what I assume. Because that's literally, I just go, villainy is afoot. <laughs> he goes to find a bunch of bandits. They're catching young elven women like real young we're talking like child age bunch of stuff happens they're in the cage elf warrior shows up and starts beating the crap out of him he's like oh she really didn't need my help she's quite strong leader of these bandits goes you stop right there if you continue i'm a cut him and he cuts one she's feeling all helpless now because she's slowed her weapon all the bandits are getting all rapey going towards her and out of nowhere, Skeleton Man teleports behind him and just clocks him. Which precedes the rest of the episode of Hurt, offing the rest of the bandits, them saving the kids, and the kids going, he's a scary night person, which then, then leads to him releasing him from a necklace, which was cursed, healing him, and all of them climbing on, these four young ch- female childs climb on him like a jungle. He's like, how high can we go? As he bitch presses him. <laughs> and overall, just Eden's with them getting away, and then her getting a message saying, hey, the head, the head's here. This is where we're going to go. And her going, you're a mercenary, right? I'm going to hire you. So they're going to go assault the place together. So what exactly is like the direction of this series? Is it literally just like, hey, let's have a good time sort of vibe? It's literally him just going, I'm just going to do things and okay. live my life. Okay. Uh, I just want to make sure if that was just the direction or not. Yeah, because the, the ending of the opening is after he's escaped a dragon and he's been pulling a wagon by himself with his two companions in it is them exhausting and counting him just there left. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's here to live his best life and no one can do anything about him. Hey man, that's all you got to do sometimes. Uh, what about, uh, what about your meme meme quest? So the return of dragon quest episode 73 tropes of tropes. We return to was it was this a King Tropes of Tropes episode? This was a King of Tropes. Oh God. So episode seventy two left <clears> us <throat> with Die Pop and Hadlar trapped in a um trap that's supposed to kill them. 
Pop was holding it up with his ice magic. And more or less, they're in a hopeless situation. And while Di and Pop are dreading this, not finding any way, Hyler goes, Is this how you're going to die? I fought the disciples of Avon. The ones I know would not give up in this situation. What are you two doing? And both of them come to the realization of, well, Pop going is like, our enemy's giving us a pep talk. What is wrong with us? Comes to realize, hey, I can do this. Die, you can zoom. We can get out of this. All right, he tries to use his Medora to blast a hole in it so they can escape. Hadlar's just going, I'm already a corpse. Leave me behind. Get out of here. Pop tries to, but if he releases one of his ice spells, he can't do it. He's struggling, and just Hadlar gets up, holds up the flame. Do it, Pop! Free yourselves! Pop fires off. Die goes to zoom. As Die looks back and sees Hadlar falling, crumbling away. Die gets out. Pop stayed in, and everything just couldn't leave. Hadlar covers Pop. She's like, why did you hesitate? You could have escaped, you fool. She's like, I couldn't escape after seeing you. (laughs) After all this time, you're no different from us. Fighting for your friends, trying to fight us fair and square. I couldn't turn away, Hadlar. I saw you as one of us. You're just like, you fool! (laughs) He's just like, come on, Hadlar. Avon will be to meet us in the afterlife. This isn't a bad way to die. And last moment, Hadlar's like, this foolish man, caring about me, thinking I'm a friend. If the god of humans are truly there, do something to save this man. (laughs) (laughs) And out of the sky comes golden light. Gives some magic circle that, once the fire hits them, saves them. Both of them are completely unharmed. Everyone's obeys. Kilvern's been setting up for this. Oh, they're going to die. We killed Pop. He's the worst one. He's the smart one. Has a glass of wine. He's <laughs> drinking and everything. And he just sees it. just like, what's happened? And from the sky, with feathers aplenty, on the other side of the bridge resides Avon, alive, <laughs> completely fine. He died in episode five, apparently. Oh, Jesus. Comes back 68 episodes later to so, save the day. So he died on Anime Plus episode six. No, uh, ep- like, it's like probably like episode seven or eight. Cause we eight. S- yeah. So from Anime Plus episode eight to Anime Plus episode 70, this man's been dead. Yes. And now he's back. He, what a journey. He appears and he's just, and all this, he's just like, I wouldn't be there, Pop, because I'm not dead. And everyone's just like, Vaughn, you're alive? And even Had was like, you bastard! <laughs> I thought I killed you! <laughs> and continues Avon cradling, head-alarming. I have to, th- I have to spread, don't tell me thank you, ass! <laughs> <laughs> We're enemies. And completing Hadlar's redemption of going from a true evil man to... Uh, Someone that the heroes could understand. And him crumbling away in Avon's hands. Feeling completely fulfilled. And Pav having one more person to remember knowing he died as one of them. (laughs) What is this fucking show? (laughs) It's fucking tropey as hell. We have, in one episode, we have previous Big Bad giving a pep talk to our heroes. So that they can miraculously escape. 
Hero connecting with said evil man and sacrificing himself almost to save said guy. Him, evil man, being moved <laughs> and praying to gods to save him. Character who we thought was long dead appears to save the day. Ex Machina to the day. And then final evil person has his complete redemption, dying in an old enemy's arms. Jesus Christ. What a what a journey this fucking show is every episode. And shout out to the fact that it's been going on like <laughs> since episode three of Anime Man Plus for us. It's assuming I'm assuming it's gonna end because I was looking at uh the live chart list. Yeah, yeah. And it's not slotted for summer. Ooh. I you know what? I did see that too. <laughs> so it may actually end. You may lose your rock. Anna Man's rock that has lasted since episode three of the show <laughs> may finally be over. <laughs> and how happy are you? I don't know if I will because we get a good portion of time with this. <laughs> that is true. And I have a bit of fun with my I mean, I trashed the series, but keep in fact, I actually watch it. So it was at least interesting enough where I'm watch it consistently. <laughs> Which that's the most impressive part because I dropped it after episode two. Yes. <laughs> I tried. Sort of. One for me. That's the bottom line. When we picked it up that one summer, we didn't expect it was going to go this long. <laughs> that's true. We did not. But here we are. All right, uh, finishing things up for the anime chats with uh, Tomodachi Game Episode 3. Um, but before we really jump into that, you know that you've caught up. What's your thoughts on the series as a whole so far? I mean, it's it's good. It definitely has that... Um, it definitely has that uh, drama aspect and whatnot. The only thing... I, I don't think it's as good as I was hoping, just because... Okay. It keeps going back to those showrunners, and I can only... And they keep going back to them. I'm just like, why are you two so important? I get it. Y'all are commenting about things. We don't need you every other scene. That's fair. That's very fair. Let the people do their thing. They're the focus point. If you want to badmouth them, sure, do it here and there. But when you're every other scene, what the fuck's the point in you? <laughs> True. I, you know what? I can agree with that, yeah. And other than that is the fact that I still think MC is actually our b- big mastermind. That was that was your yeet prediction whenever I was talking about it. Yes. Yep. Because it's very it's very hinted through everything that each one of them has their shitty past. Yeah, yeah. And MC has the tried and true RPG devil angel because his mother was all about friends and his father, who's apparently a scam artist, was money child. Get him with money. Yep. And even the whole thing of him going, and like the first episode, like, if I don't trust them, I'll become fully black. And me just going, you did this, fucker. (laughs) (laughs) I know you do it. You have associated personality disorder. Just admit it. Now, when it comes to this episode, though, and this show, like, dude, the sus flags are still just raining everywhere, even with our pro tag, like you're saying, where I, I low-key am kind of getting on that train with you where I think he's the actual mastermind of this whole thing. Even though in this episode the the mastermind was revealed, but I don't buy that. I just don't, okay? I do want to say if that ends up being 100% the fact and it's short, sweet, and to the point, I'm fucking very irritated about it <laughs> because that's the one character that I completely wrote off that there was no chance that he was the well, bad guy fault. <laughs> because of how obvious he was to be the bad guy. You know, I feel like it would have been too obvious if Tenji was the one that set all this stuff up. 
Apparently, he set all this stuff up, so we think. We'll so, see. So, at the very fact of this episode, it has shown that, yes, there is, he is, Tenji is the one with the most motive. And with everything we've shown him, it has definitely said that he's at least the one who put in the fee to start the Tomodachi game. Yep. That is cut and dry. Yep. Whether he, strings were pulled or it was actually his own intentions, he's the one who, who it was revealed in this episode that he took the money, he's the one that, set it all up. It even had a big flashback scene of showing that everyone else was doing other things and literally could have only been him. Um, me and Alex are both on the flag that he's just a pawn and there's a puppet master. There's gotta be. Because, I mean, if he is just a soul person. Kind of yeah. lame. Kind of lame. Kind of lame. I'm not curi- going to lie. I'm curious how the manga goes. Yeah. Um, there's got to so, be yeah. more to it. There's got to be more to it. It cannot be that cut and dry. And if it is, I'm telling you, I'm going to be so fucking pissed because that is the one character I wrote off completely, literally just because he seemed too sus. So I felt like that was like, you know, too obvious, you know? So I was trying to be big brain and try to fit, like, try to pick out the other stuff. Well, the big thing here is the fact that it still references their, the fact that there's a debt. So it has addressed that someone does have a 20 million yeah, debt. Yeah, yeah. And the fact of the matter is it reveals that Tenji's motives is, in fact, he's super stalkery of uh, Shio. Shio. Yeah. And that he was gung-ho about this. And so f- for the whole fact to break down her relationships with everyone else so she would solely cling to him. Yeah. So he would be her sole rock and she would be his. So there's 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 more to this. There's so just, yeah. as far as we're, we know, he actually has no concern about the money and whatnot. So... So, so one of the other four still have some 20 million debt that led to all this and that they used his uh, feelings for her and stalkeriness against him to push him to start the game. Right. Which makes, is what leads me to think that we have a puppet master. I don't think it's Coco after how this episode went. Why not? I don't know. I just feel like that was pretty genuine. I mean, obviously she needs money, but I don't think she's $20 million in debt. I, I, I can't help but to be sus of uh, Shibi because I feel like, you know, while he's got like this whole, like says that he's rich and stuff, like I said, when I, you know, when I first watched this show, yeah. I feel like he's not. I feel like him and his family are definitely not rich and they're in a tight financial situation. I kind of, I kind of just get that gut feeling, but then again, it could also be Shio because maybe she's in debt because like the plastic surgery. I don't know, man. I'm 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 still sus everyone, and it still could just be our fucking me- our our protagonist somehow. I mean, yeah, I mean, whole- which also I want to shout out. I think for our protagonist last week, I kept calling him Taichi. Uh, is Yuchi right? Is it it's Yuchi right? I believe you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I realized that when I watched episode three yesterday, when I, and someone said, "Oh, Yuchi, you're you're a man who's got like a lot of sin or whatever." I'm like Yuchi. You know, I'm pretty sure every time I referenced him on Anime Plus, I called him Taichi for some reason. Yeah. My bad. But anyway. I mean, and honestly, it could be literally any of the characters because based on the hints we've been shown through, like, the endings and whatnot, uh, Rich... Everyone has something. Yeah, Rich Boy, from what it seems like, his family's in dire suits because it seems like somebody died. Yeah. At least from the uh, ending scenes because it goes from him being spoiled to his mother crying on his chest, falling down. Shiho has some bad accent, which really messed her up that's left a scar on her face she had to get plastic surgery in. That goes all the way down to her crosser, pretty much right down here. And there's yeah. a big scar that the ending shows. Um, our stalker dude, for all we know, he could be trying to do it solely to 
give her money for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. As so far as I'm concerned, or use it more to infatuate her and make her his. Yeah. Uh, Coco, she apparently likes using money to help herself because she paid off people in middle school to stop bullying, bullying her, which led to her going and doing compensated dating and meeting an older man who got real freaky with her cosplay. Because she tried to say, well, I like cosplay. It's fine. And they were in a hotel in a swimsuit. Him taking pictures going, ooh. I want to touch you. <laughs> just touch? Yeah, of course just, just touch. touch. Have I ever lied to you before? Red flag. Red, red flag, flag. Red flag. No, I will say with that, that was a, that was a very sad backstory. You know, where she literally felt like there was no way out other than to pay the bullies to stop bullying her. That was depressing. Yeah. I mean, it was, and I understood the, because uh, this episode had a warning at the beginning of this. Hey, yeah. your discretion of eyes was like, oh, what's about to happen? And I'm going to be honest, how they shot the whole compensated Dane thing, it was a little rough. Yeah. Depressing, bro. Depressing. Yeah. And and I, I will say because of that, I don't know, like, I guess it's just because how, like, the, the backstory was just sad. It makes me less sus of her. Because, you know, it does. Because, like, like, the thing is, I don't know why she would be the one in debt. You know, if she's the one paying people, like it's not like she's borrowing money to pay people. She's just paying people, you know, as she earns it from the compensated dating. Well, the thing is with that is the turn point you go with that is the fact that she helped mentioned she saw her being harassed by people in Alloway. So as oh, far okay. as her way, those people could still be harassing because she can't be with her all the time. True. So as far as her way, there's other people besides them or it's those same group of people who are more or less Forcing her in some form or fashion. That's fair. That's or fair. led to some events that led to her getting the debt put onto her. I mean, there's tons of reasons. I mean, at this point in time... I'd say she's the least likely. She's probably the least sus. Yeah, I, I've kind of written her off now. I don't because because I've read too much stuff and I'm just like, she's not as Everything's sus. on the table. Yes, everything's on the table. That's why, my, <laughs> that's why I went with the long shot of MC is a cuck. <laughs> because it really hasn't even given us any of MC's... Um, Motivations for this series. That's actually a good point, yeah. And, like, literally because he has this light and dark side, and keeps referencing this. Anytime he chooses to do something, it either get, we get either a, a drop on the light side or we see some bubbling from the dark side. My big long shot play is here is, yes, he is the fact who brought this about because he heard about it, and he wanted to purposely test the bonds of his friends because he has such this flip-flop mentality of what is stronger, money or friends. So it, Ooh, so spicy. After watching episode two and three, I'm just like, he could have definitely set this up in some form of fashion to um, test his friends. Because the other thing with it is like those showrunners or supervisors, whatever they are, they keep showing. They almost seem like they know nothing. Mm-hmm. They seem like they only know the game and they're only here to observe. So they know almost, at least from what they've said and whatnot, they don't know anything about the people involved. I would probably agree to that because they've referenced group three and you know, this group passed. Group C, yeah. Yeah, so they're 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 monitoring other groups, I'm assuming. Yeah, even though all the TVs in their wing shows solely just group C. Yeah. So yeah, I, I could probably agree with you on that. They're literally just there to watch and they're learning shit as they go. So but no, that's actually a big brain play that you're that you're throwing out there right now. That's spicy. Where it's just like he's wanting to test the bonds of the friends and see what's actually real money or friendship. That would be a spicy plot twist, in my opinion. I'm here for that. I'm here for that. Because I already think he has multiple personalities at this point. <laughs> that's sheesh. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely fucking sure there. Um, what was your favorite episode of the week? Uh, Skeleton Knight. Okay. 
Mine was probably Spy Family. Spy Family episode two. Was Spy Family is good. Um, but I just can't get over Skeleton Knights. So I was just, <laughs> just laughing. <laughs> Walking in, chasing some bandits. I will say, hopefully next week, I'll get to also chat about that other show that I've talked about, uh, Summertime Rendering. Okay, so it, it, for everyone listening, it is, in fact, on Disney+, Plus, but it's only on Disney+, Plus in like Asia. So big sad there. Uh, but I did find a way to watch it. Uh, so I'm probably going to check that out and uh, talk about it a little bit because the series has caught my eye. And then we also have Bubble coming up that I want to watch too. It's just a movie though. But it, when that came out, I thought it was supposed to be a mini series. But uh, no, it's not. It's a, it's a movie. Hey, there you go. Yeah. But yeah, whatever. All right. Well, uh, we can jump into manga time, which I still need one. I still want to get an effect for that at some point. Manga time or something. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Uh, all right. So right off the bat, One Piece and My Hero both on a break. Uh, so we'll kick things off with Black Clover, 330. Meh. I give it a six. Uh, I'll agree to do a six. Uh, JJK, 181. <laughs> Make me something that'll hate you. You're manga artist, right? <laughs> we. <laughs> I would never. That ending. I would never read anything you ever wrote. <laughs> Why would you say that? And then the last shot is like <laughs> up close on his eye and he's crying. It's just like, I can't believe you'd you say, say that. that. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I'm uh, giving it an eight. I'll give it a seven. I mean, it's an interesting introduction to another player, but the yeah. same, that ending, I was just like, what is going on? Oh, let me ask you a serious question. I want to make sure that I'm, if I'm I want to see if I'm on an island. Are you super invested in this arc? So far, not really. Okay. Because I have like, so little investment in this arc right now where it's like, you know, when it comes to like the 30 series that reread a week, right? Like there are some that are like, I'm reading that no matter fucking what besides last week. Last week was an exception, I guess. But there are those series that we will, that even you can probably agree that we'll prioritize, right? Yeah. JJK has fallen into the same realm as like an elusive samurai for me where it's like, eh, if I don't get to it, I don't get to it. You know, cause like do this arc. I, I, I don't know if I'm on an Island. Like, I mean, it's I been, just, it's been so long. I cannot tell you why they're in the domes at this see, dude, at this moment. Dude, that's me too. I remember there was some big play for them to get to Ghetto to be able to save uh, Gojo. Yeah, Gojo. Yeah, but I don't know why they're in the domes see, other than trying to save people. See, like I'm glad someone. I'm glad you said it because, like, bro, I, I was I was low key afraid to say. I don't know what's going on because, like, it's such a trademark joke for me that I don't follow stuff very well sometimes but bro i legit don't know what's going on anymore i also want to address <laughs> I, I really don't i want to also address the low-key thing that a character from the shibuya incident is actually straight out possibly dead because there's one reference to them and, oh yeah and then nothing ever again yeah it was one little moment where you just like okay so they're either straight <laughs> up dead and uh, Gigi, like, really? They're either shut up dead and Gigi just went, yeah, they're gone. Or it's going to be a secret reveal like, ha, I retire. Yeah. Imagine that character actually being dead and having the most lackluster reveal that they are dead. Where it's just like they ask about the character, nothing is said, and you just like, got it. And that's it. <laughs> just imagine. That would imagine. absolutely be awful. <laughs> imagine if that's actually where he leaves it. It's like series continues to say series ends and that was actually the, the last time it was mentioned. Imagine that. That would be that'd be something. Because I was just thinking about that the other day when I was reading this chapter. I was like, you know, they have just sort of disappeared. <laughs> yep. 
I mean, like, I gave this chapter an eight mostly because I thought the whole manga artist thing was funny. <laughs> I got a good <laughs> the fact laugh. That he's French. <laughs> yeah, I got a laugh out of it. But bro, this this arc, like, it's just I I don't really give. I a fuck assume right we're now. the most I've had fun with it was uh, Megumi's fight. That's fair. That was a good one. Yeah, I I enjoyed that one too. Uh, next up, Mission Core Family one twenty six. I would give this one an eight. Some good stuff going on right now in the Core Family world. Uh, Undead and Luck one oh seven. Oh yeah, yeah. This was a good chapter too. This is a good chapter too. I'd give this one an eight. Uh, Andy is having a, a tough time against his current opponent. You know, so I'm having a good time with this one here. Um, Mashal one oh four. Was this the court of the brothers? Yes. Well, no. This was his training. The tail. The tail. Okay. And all I saw from this is like, okay, so this is Goku training on King Kai's planet, chasing uh, bubbles. Got it. Yeah. That's all this was. Um, <laughs> I give it a seven. Uh, I'll give it a seven as well. Sakamoto Day is 67. I'll give it an eight. Eight as well. Uh, Lucemra, 59. You know, I was surprised we didn't get our as large of a skip as we got. That's true, because we're we're starting like, we're starting shit. Yeah, like which, I, I'm trying to remember when this series started. Was it originally only marked up to be like a shorter series? I don't remember to be honest. See, I I I, I want to say like I have some random memory in my brain where it's just like, hey, the author of Assassination Classroom starting this new series is not going to run for like years or anything. So, because yeah. like I mean, we're already like. Like unless, unless I mean obviously they could very easily extend it by by just like this what's happening yeah. won't they won't succeed I mean it's very easy to do that but I can't help but to feel like damn is this already coming to an end I mean which wouldn't be surprising if it is a shorter series but um I give it an eight I give it a seven uh, Blue Box Chapter Forty Nine Blue Box is goaded bro I don't care anyone I mean, Blue says. Box is great dude it's so good I'll give it a nine I give this one a nine as well P six Chapter Twenty Nine. Right, we'll give it an eight. Okay. Okay. Have you read it yet? No, I I haven't picked this one back God up. Dang it! Are <laughs> <laughs> Hashiman chapter twenty? Um, I'll give it a seven. Seven as well. Akabani, Ak, wait, wait, no, hang on. Akane, Banashi. Okay, cool. Uh, chapter ten. I'll give it an eight. All right, no My Hero Vigilantes this week, so it's that time of the month again, ladies and gentlemen. We got Dragon Ball Super and Boruto. Nothing super exciting this point. Uh, I mean, well, no, nothing super exciting necessarily rant about or kind of whatever. I don't know. There was one thing that I did notice in the Dragon Ball Super chapter where it's just like, really? It, is this what we're doing? Is this what happened? Where it's just like, you know, Bardock's fighting, you know, because it's this, this, you know, the end of the last chapter in this chapter is taking, you know, flashback, right? Mm-hmm. So you're seeing Bardock fight our main antagonist and stuff. And the Namekians that we've, we've come to know in the present with Goku and Vegeta and um, Granola. Uh, yeah, Granola and the Serial and boys, here we go. Uh, uh, you know, they summon their dragon uh, and, the you know, the Namekian was trying to wish Bardock back on his planet. And I will say one little thing that I did enjoy about this chapter was the interaction between Bardock and the dragon because it, it made me immediately think back to when they tried to wish Goku back to life after the Namekian stuff. Yeah. And they're just, and Shinron's like, I can't do that. He's not dead. It's like, we'll wish him here. And then Shinron's like, 
he said no. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he's going to make his own way back. So I, I, in this chapter, you actually get to see that where Bardock's fighting. He starts, you know, the dragon starts talking to him in his head. He's like, this Namekian wishes to, you know, wish you back home, whatever. And Bardock's just like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> so I enjoyed that. Inter- you actually got to see that interaction of when the dragon's like, hey, there's a wish that's involving you. What do you want to do? I did enjoy that. That was like, kind of interesting. But you the- think because they always only happens whenever he, he's going to teleport people to places. You think that ever happens when people are dead and just goes up dragon just shows up. It's like, Hey, someone wants you alive. You want to come back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. goes to spirit world. Yeah. <laughs> See, I bet I, it opens up more questions now. Um, but anyway, so then the Namekians start talking to Bardock, just like, you know, you know, yo, I'm just trying to help you. Cause Bardock told him no. He's like, Saiyans don't run from a fight. So he's still finishing this fight, whatever. She's like, yo, I just want to help you. Like, what can I do to help with this wish? Whatever. You know, what, what is your wish essentially? And Bardock says, well, if I had to make any wish, I would really just wish for my son to thrive. And I'm like, is this what we're doing? Is it is is this why Goku is so overpowered? Is because of this wish? Is this really what we're doing right now? Like, am I reading too much into this, or is this actually what we're doing right now? But I'm just like Jesus Christ. So I guess that's why Goku's broken. Or you know, for it, a low class warrior. Or does it institute that the fact that his intentions thrive? That's why Shenron went, child. Yeet your ass over here. <laughs> Basically. And gave him in an environment where he could thrive for years as a child. Yeah. Before the Saiyans ever showed up fighting Jackie Chun. So basically this single moment in this arc is what gave us what we have now, essentially. And I'm just like, uh, this is low-key kind of dumb. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> We're here, I guess. Uh, I would give the chapter probably like a, a seven or eight, probably. Uh, Boruto chapter 69. Uh, it was, it was all right. You know, you know, we had our, like our main antagonist chick pop up in the place or she has that ability. Uh, I think I referenced the ability when this character is introduced a few months back, but I didn't actually say what it was. Her ability is like, essentially like if you're near her, she didn't have to even do anything. As long as you're around her, you will just like subconsciously start to fall in love with her in like every way possible. She's every girl's worst rival. Basically. Exactly. Uh, you know, the end of last chapter had um, the body of Delta come back to fight for the side of uh, the Leaf Village. <laughs> well, okay, if people are listening and they watch the the Boruto anime, she's already been in the anime. Okay, yeah, her her and Naruto already had their fight in the anime. You know, she was one of the members of Kara, and Naruto fucked her up. You know, she's an android, whatever, like an android eighteen sort of vibe. Okay. She, I just say like, she's got blonde hair. But anyway, uh, you know, the Leaf Village took her body and basically kind of reprogrammed it to use as their own. You know, where it's like, you know, where it's kind of on her side. And even Delta <laughs> falls in love with uh, this character. I don't remember her name, like Ilda or something. And uh, where it's just like, you know, she's like, she can't really bring herself to attack her. And then like, you know, she just like, oh, this, you know, I, I think it's like Ilda, Ilda or something like that. Like she just kind of turns and just like slightly grins at Delta. And Delta's like, she's so cute. And she just like can't fight her, you know. So, you know, it's not a whole lot went down in this in this chapter per se, except like, you know, you know, she like our antagonist kind of revealing. <laughs> our antagonist is the freaking, has the power of any MC yes. in any romance anime ever. Yes, exactly, bro. <laughs> and like the, her one goal is that she likes Kawaki. She thinks Kawaki's cute and she wants to take him. And even whenever she says that to Shikamaru, she's like, I really like Kawaki. And she's like, Oh my God, I said it. You know, it's just like, what the hell, man. And even Shikamaru is like starting to realize that he's starting to like, you know, he's starting to slip into that subconscious mode. Cause he's starting to feel like a fever come on and stuff. So like initially there's backup on the way, which also in this chapter, I want to stress there's more red flags for Sasuke dying. I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. These red flags are out there, man. It's 
it's going to happen at some point, I feel like, which I don't really feel like it's a spoiler to say per se, because I feel like that's been everyone's rumor since literally episode one when Boruto was wearing like Sasuke's like robe and the headband and the sword. And, you know, it's, it's like an episode one theory, so it's not really a spoiler. I'm just saying it. I just think it could happen. Um, but, you know, Shikamaru is trying to, you know, pull some big brain plays as he normally does, whatever. And he, the chapter ends with him telling her, because he's starting to fall into that mode, but he's still, like, got a conscious of himself at the same time, where he basically asks her, why don't you still stay in the village? I feel like that we can aid each other. And it's just like, oh, God, what does that mean, Shikamaru? <laughs> so, I mean, it was all right chapter. Nothing, like, too over the top happened. You know, just some decent shit. You know, Miski kind of picking on Sadra that she might like Boruto. So that was kind of funny. But, yeah, other than that, nothing too wild, I don't think. All right. I'd probably give it a seven. Uh, let's see. What was next? Oh, yeah. So Spy Family. Uh, they've had a couple of, like, little... Two-parters. Yeah, a couple two-parters, uh, which also... Because it just popped in my head. I want to I want to shout this out. We need to have an intervention. We need to have an intervention. And we need to we need to stop. We need to cut off and stop these multi-part chapter episodes, whatever, from the two-year eternity creator, we need to stop this. This needs to end. I, I know we're not reading it anymore, but I did check into it recently just to see what chapter they're on, and it's like 158, like .2, .3, .4, .5, .6, .7, and I checked again. It's even .9 just came out. I'm like, we need to stop. This needs to end. These are not point chapters. This is just chapter 159, one, you know, 159, 161, 161, 162, 163. Like, don't stop with these points. As far as you're aware, these are all part of the same draft. He just knows, just not finishing them all at the same time. Or I, she. I don't remember the author's male or female. Fucking stupid. Like, I'm like I'm cool with it in the sense of, like, maybe what Spy Family's doing where it's, like, a couple. But Two Year Eternity takes it to the fucking extreme where we'll literally have a 155.75. And I'm like... Are you shitting me? Like, this is so stupid. Anyway, but no, we've had a couple of little two-parters here, and these have been very enjoyable because it's uh, Twilight's backstory. Yep. Bro, these have been very, very enjoyable. I've been, I've really enjoyed both these chapters of uh, Twilight's backstory of when he was a little kid and kind of everything that happened, uh, which kind of, well, you know, kind of. Which led to him yeah, joining the occupation he's on. Yeah, just kind of helped lead to it and kind of give some more backstory behind it. So it, it's been solid, man. I'll give this chapter probably a nine, personally. I'd give it a nine. Uh, Dan to Dan, 53. Um, I would probably give this one a 7. Uh, took your Avengers, 242. I'd give it a 7. I'll give this one a 7 as well. Eden Zero, 188. I'll give it a 7. I'll give this one an 8, personally. Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Chapter 59. Uh, I'll give this one an 8 as well. Like I said, I haven't caught up on Ranger Reject yet. We'll get there eventually. Uh, got a high school. Neither of us are caught up, caught up on for this week. So, Unordinary, 255. I'll give it an eight. Uh, I'll give it an eight as well. A lot, a lot of stuff came out of this chapter. A lot of sus. A lot, lot of stuff, man. A lot of stuff, you know, with uh, that that certain file of that certain person. Correct. And then also just like the, there was, I saw someone comment about this as well. The like, lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Big rip. Yeah, where it's just like the it's like the moment you remember that they get these from like dead dead people essentially. Yeah. And I'm just like, rip rip her brother. <laughs> It's like, damn. Uh, True Beauty, 202. This is an interesting chapter and a potential interesting direction. <laughs> because I love, I also love some of the comments in this as well. 
because like here recently we've been introduced to like I'm not even going to try to pronounce her name because I know I cannot pronounce it, but our main character, uh, like almost like a doppelganger for her. Uh, it's another character. He's a, he's another like a YouTuber or whatever. He goes by Mr. H and he's like super pretty and all that bullshit. Okay. But when he takes his makeup off, he looks like literally just like her, but you know, just a male. <laughs> yeah. Dude to a fucking T like all they, right. like they look almost identical. Right. Uh, well, he happens to be the new makeup artist for uh, her ex-boyfriend, Siojin. Okay. I think, I think that's how I pronounce it. Su- Suogen. So what is it, going on a BL route? Man, it might be. Because, uh, so, you know, they're hanging out, whatever, because he's been, like, super overworked and stuff, right? You know, just living the K-pop lifestyle, right? Pop star lifestyle, you know? And, uh, you know, they're just hanging out, just getting drunk, you know, whatever. No big deal. Uh, you know, and Mr. H, who I cannot remember his actual name right now, so I'm just going to call him by his YouTube name. You know, he goes to take his makeup off and come out, and Suogen's drunk as fuck. And when he sees him, he thinks it's our pro tag and, like, you know, like, calls out for it and reaches for his hand and then embraces him. And he's just standing there shocked. And I saw people's comments like, is it bad that I kind of want them two to get together? <laughs> <laughs> the unexpected BL route, everybody. Yeah. You never see it coming, but hey, there it is. Yeah, man. Uh, I'll give this one an eight. Uh, we Hero 185. Uh, I'll give it an eight. Give it eight as well. LC 166. All right, we'll give it an eight. Uh, let's play was on a break. Sub zero one thirty four. I think I just remembered that. I actually didn't read that one, so that's my fault. Uh, down to earth ninety three. Uh, this one was a good chapter. I enjoyed this chapter. I'd probably give this one an eight personally. Uh, pseudo armor sixty four. Um, I'd probably give this one eight as well. And reunion chapter ten. Give this one probably a seven. So favorite chapter of the week. Mm, L seed. Now that I think about it, because there was a dumb conversation that happened in it. Because we have our two big top dogs um, who follow around Jai Wu as cats. Kaden as our big fat cat. And then uh, Kiratine, who is the world's top healer. If you he can't heal it, you're fucked. Well, good enough. <laughs> there was a very dumb conversation that happened where Jai Wu, one of Jai Wu's friends' dogs got hurt and stuff that happened. And... Caratine comes out of his cat form. It's just like, well, it's a shame. There's not like a top healer here that could help. And it's just like, will you, will you heal, heal him, Caratine? was like, for a price. And it was just like, I don't have anything. He has everything. He's a mil- he's a millionaire, billionaire. And he's just like, teach me how you do the cat punch. And Bochai, who kid, go, uh... Because Caratine thinks that the whole fact that Caden's a cat and can fight his cat is the next thing of right, being, right. being an awakened one, having no clue. <laughs> I would say my favorite chapter is probably Blue Box this week. Blue Box was good. Yeah, Blue Box was a good one. All right, well, let's go ahead and wrap things up because I'm kind of hungry. So I'm going to hit the music when I get out of here. So, Zach, last thoughts. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can hit the subscribe button. It really helps out. And if you actually want to know when anything's uploading, you can hit the bell. It'll let you know. Thanks. And do everything that he said and more. Make sure you go check us out at our website, sparkythree.com. You can sign up for free or sign up five bucks a month. We definitely appreciate that extra support. Make sure you go check out the merch store, sparkythreeshop.com. 
pick up some merch with promo code April for 30% off. And of course, if you happen to be a football fan, come check out the A Terrible Football Show NFL Draft Watch Along Extravaganza next Thursday on 28th. 28th, thank you. We'll go live about probably, we'll actually start at 6.30. I mean, the, the, the stream might be live for about 10 minutes before we actually like start whatever, so kind of like build in some people to come in and shit, but we'll actually start and start chit-chatting about uh, probably about 6.30. Have a good time. We'll run through the entire duration of the first round or until I say, fuck this, I want to go to bed. We'll see. It'll be a good time though. Uh, make sure to go check out the other shows and all that good stuff. Until next time, guys, have a good one. See you.